Hello from sunny Austin, Texas, and welcome to the Healthcare Soothsayer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bonnie Clipper, and yes, I am a nurse. I have worked for more than 30 years as a nurse, chief nurse executive, innovation strategist, and speaker. I am grateful for the opportunities to have created nationally recognized programs and for building the framework to bring 4 million nurses from across the country into the innovation space. I get to connect regularly with healthcare leaders and frontline professionals to talk about ways to improve patient outcomes, access, cost efficiencies, and clinical workflows. I have taken the message of Nursing Innovation International and look forward to continuing this message to transform healthcare. This podcast will bring you thought leaders and ideas that you may not have heard otherwise. This is their opportunity to share with you what they see in their crystal ball through their unique lens and perspective in healthcare and what we can anticipate as a result. Hi, I'm Dr. Bonnie Clipper. Welcome from sunny Austin, Texas. Today I have with me Sebastian Gadini, co-founder of Smarty. Sebastian, welcome. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you. Thank you for having me this morning. Thanks for being here with me. And Sebastian, you're in a really unique space. Let's talk a little bit about the work that you're doing and what you kind of see coming down the road. Yes, absolutely. So um, indeed, we, we believe it's quite unique uh, what, we, what we developed. So about four years ago, uh, we, um, with some, some of my partners, we co-founded a company called Smarty. And uh, Smarty is an internet of medical things uh, it's a small device that, when attached to an adult brief, can monitor um, certain conditions in real time. So we're able to detect, for example, if, if in a brief uh, there is the presence of urine, of stool, of temperature, uh, we can analyze as well uh, composition of urine. Uh, and we can also do uh, body movement analysis uh, for fall for detection, but also trying to prevent as much as possible or, or give early signs of, you know, risks of fall and, and provide, you know, a certain tools for predictive and preventative care, I would say. On the body positioning side, uh, we're also thinking about pressure ulcers uh, because, as you know, it's, it's a big issue in, uh, uh, in the elder space. Uh, so we, we're trying to, to give all the tools all the tools uh, necessary to caregivers so that they can they can better respond and uh, and uh, and take better care of 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 their their residents and patients. Okay, so wait a minute. You're describing something that almost sounds like a smart diaper or a smart incontinence product. Is that really what this is? That's correct. That's correct. We uh, uh, I think with a few companies out there. We were we were pioneers in in you know the small diaper industry. Now it's a it's a new industry actually. <laughs> it it officially exists. It's in all the reports. And uh, that, you're right. It's the small small diaper. So this is something that could be used on adults, elderly, pediatrics, babies. Are, are is there a starting point and an ending point for you guys? So. The starting point, I would say, is really the the adults because we uh, we saw a couple of years ago that you know there was an, an urgent need on the adult population. Uh, but, but you're right, the, 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 there is you know barely any ending point uh, because the technology is exactly the same for anyone. 
And you can use that on, on young adults uh, with disabilities, uh, on babies. Uh, we've been approached as well by, by pet companies uh, because sometimes pets uh, are wearing diapers, especially after, after surgery. Uh, we were an exhibitor at the CES 2020 uh, back in January, uh, and we were in the top 10 of the NASA iTech uh, challenge. Uh, so there is even an application in, in, uh, in space for, for smart diaper. Uh, and this is how we learned that, you know, in fact, sky is the limit, so to speak. And, and, and there are many, many applications for, for what we are doing. Well, I can only imagine that something like this is really a game changer because having been a nurse, it certainly seems fitting that in hospitals and in healthcare settings, it would be incredibly advantageous to know when a diaper or an incontinence product really does need to be changed instead of just ripping it off every couple of hours to be sure. That seems like a game changer. Yes, we, we believe so. And, and I can tell you that the feedback that we, we are getting from potential customers and partners is really, really good. Uh, we, um, um, <laughs> I don't want to say we have too much demand, but, but pretty much we have too much demand. We don't do any sales. We don't do any marketing. Uh, basically, people find us because of all the, the media coverage we had at the CES. And I think now more and more people start hearing about smart diapers. And of course, when they Google it, they, they find us. Uh, so we, we have a, a very, very big traction. Uh, you know, when we speak with um, nursing homes, for example, we try as an introduction, of course, to, you know, to, uh, uh, to, to sell a product, uh, to tell them, hey, this is the, the, the advantages you can have. And this and that. they basically interrupt us after one minute. They say, guys, you know, you don't need to do your, your, your sales pitch. We, we are sold on the idea. The question is not, do we need, uh, 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 you know, Smarty? The question is more, when can we get it? So uh, I think from our original forecasts in terms of sales, now we, we, we multiply that by 15 since the, since the CES and, and even more since COVID-19, even more. So is this something that I could even use on elderly parents that I wanted to be sure I was caring for them properly in my home? Yes, definitely. So the, um, the technology is exactly the same. So whatever works in, uh, in an institutional setting can work at home. Uh, the only difference will be that uh, we are using uh, for, you know, for the connectivity, we're using a gateway. And uh, the gateway that we use for medical institutions is, let's say, uh, the, the, the Rolls Royce of the gateways. And, you know, when you are at home, you don't need that. You, you, you know, you can have a much, uh, much smaller, uh, less, less uh, you know, with less range, less powerful gateway. There's, there's no need for that. So that's the only difference. We kind of, you know, downgrade the, the router or the gateway, so to speak. Uh, for in-home use, but it's, it's exactly the same technology. So yes, you can definitely get it, use it for your parents, grandparents at home, you know, for your, your loved ones, wherever they are. And, and we see, um, again, I can tell you a bit more about that later, uh, but we see more and more demand coming from families uh, since COVID-19. Let's talk a little bit about that. So what do you see around the next corner in terms of wearables or IoT monitoring? Where do you see that space evolving to? You know, 
when when we started and maybe something that is that is useful for for people listening to that to the to the podcast to me the um i was never in the healthcare industry before uh so i would say four years ago i i entered you know that that space the healthcare industry and i think it helped me uh, somehow because i had like a you know a different view on, on it and there's a lot of things that i learned uh, and I had to, you know, learn from scratch. And I was very surprised. And sometimes I was shocked uh, by learning certain things. And one thing that I realized four years ago is that the healthcare industry uh, overall relies too heavily on manual processes, too many things on manual. And when you think about it, when, you know, when I don't feel well and I go to the doctor, and I'm sure you hear that all the time. Everybody complains about filling out those forms and you fill out the form again and again and again. And it's the same pretty much everywhere. Like you always have to fill out forms and to fill out paperwork. And so it starts from there. You see already that it's a small example, but there's too much manual processes. And when you look at the demographics, Everybody knows now, I mean, you know it, obviously, but now I think the entire you know, population knows that you have more and more elderly out there. You have more and more people, uh, period, out there. And you have less and less uh, caregivers. You have less and less nurses, less and less CNAs, less and less medical staff, doctors, et cetera, et cetera. So this... This is not looking good. And I, I don't even talk about COVID because in my opinion, COVID, uh, now everybody is using COVID as an excuse. But to me, COVID was just the spark. COVID was just something that happened that put all of those difficulties, all of these challenges that healthcare professionals were facing, it just put it in light. COVID just put, put this in light. And now... Not only you and I know about it, but the entire world knows about it. So now to go back to your question, when, when you see, and again, it's just my, my you know, humble opinion, but when you see the demographics and you have more and more people that need care, that live longer, and as you know, we live longer, but we don't necessarily live better. We have more and more illnesses and you know disabilities and things like that. Uh, so we need more care, in fact. And I would say, like in any industry whatsoever, when you have a um, you know a shortage of manpower, the answer is technology. You need technology. Otherwise, you just can't. You can't keep up. If you have more people and less and less manpower. You can't keep up. You will just, you know, you will just uh, fail miserably with or without COVID. It's, it's a different issue. So in my opinion, you will see more and more technology, more and more uh, wearables out there to help caregivers to better take care of people. Uh, otherwise, it's, it's just impossible. And, and, you know, something that I that I heard so many times before entering that space and that, that healthcare space, you always hear neighbors, you know, family members saying, oh, you know, 
uh, I have my mother, my grandmother at the nursing home. I'm not too happy. They don't take good care of her. They, you know, they blah, blah, blah. Yes, sure, whatever. You also need to be in their shoes. You also need to go to a nursing home and see what's happening there. And so far, all the partners we have, all the nursing homes that, uh, you know, we we have as uh, as customers or partners, all the nurses we talk to or doctors, all of them, they want to do better. They want to take perfect care of the people they, they, they you know, they have. It's just that they can't sometimes. Right. Well, and I, I think that you're hitting on something that we have to grapple with in healthcare. And some of this is going to be around a paradigm shift, right? And you explained it perfectly in that we are going to run into continue and growing shortages of our clinicians, physicians, nurses, nursing assistants, patient care technicians, everything. We're going to continue to run into that. And that was pre-COVID. So COVID is really just a catalyst because it's shining a light and it's exacerbating the existing problems. So I think you're exactly right. Our shortages are going to continue and, and worsen as a result of this. And the other thing that I think is really important is that technology is a force multiplier. So we're going to have to work and figure out how to collaborate between the healthcare professionals and technology companies so that not only patients and consumers and potential patients, but also our healthcare professionals understand that technology isn't necessarily this big giant threat that people think it is, but rather it can be used to assist us in delivering the care that we need to continue to deliver or want to deliver in terms of better outcomes. So I think that's the paradigm that we're going to grapple with. How do you see um, your work with Smarty helping to change that paradigm? Yes, it's it's a very good point. So uh, if we want to, and again, every time we speak with you know our partners, they really want to improve working conditions because it's very tough to be to be a nurse, and especially working you know in in, in hospitals and in nursing homes, it is not an easy job, and and. I would say one good thing about COVID-19 is that now everybody in the world knows that, or they should know it. They should know that our first responders in COVID-19, they were nurses. They were there every day. And it's not easy to be a nurse nowadays in a nursing home. So we need to protect them. We need to help them. And technology is going to be here to, to achieve, you know, to achieve that result. Uh, I think now various stakeholders, or at least the one we talk to, they understand that. Uh, and they know that, you know, if, if you don't want to have even a bigger gap uh, in, in, uh, in providing care, you need to retain your, your workforce. Not only you need to retain your workforce, but you need also to attract more people willing to work for you. And of course, if I am a nurse out there, and I just take an example, if I have a nurse out there and... I have two job offers, for example, nursing home number one, which is, you know, old school and very manual processes and all of that, or nursing home number two with tons of technology, good processes, good automation, AI is going to help me, you know, to, you know, to work more efficiently to, 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 and not have a burnout. 
I would choose number two. I would choose nursing home number two, no brainer. So I think this, all the, you know, the, the, the C executive we talked to at nursing homes, they get that. They understand that. So they want to, of course, provide better care for their residents, but I think they also want to provide better tools for, for their staff to protect them and also to, to help them, you know, in their, in their day to day. Well, and that's a beautiful way to articulate that, Sebastian, because I think you're exactly right. Not only are nurses going to flock to nursing home number two, I think patients or residents and their families as consumers that have the ability to sort of shop for those places are going to demand number two, especially in light of what the awful tragedies that we've seen happen in nursing homes right now during the COVID pandemic. It's, it's not it's been terrible for that industry because we see how understaffed, underprepared, under-resourced nursing homes are, yet we continue to warehouse elderly family members there. So we have to get to the point that we turn that around. And, and I love your solution. I think it's a great idea. Thank you. So what can we do to continue to help um, advance the uptake of technology in the assisted living, skilled care, uh, long-term nursing home space? I, I think what, what's very important, and um, I, I think we, you know, at, at Smarty, we, uh, we realized that a couple of years ago, is that if you look at nursing homes, they have a very, very, like, thin budget. They, they, they are not, contrary to, to, to what some people may think, because it's expensive to, you know, put family member in a nursing home, but the margin are thin, they have to be careful. And um, especially since COVID, because they, they, they burn cash pretty quickly now. So you have a lot of solutions out there. You have a lot of uh, wearables. You have a lot of technology. Uh, but we feel like, and that's what we hear from, from our partners as well. We feel like now you have a solution, an independent solution for, for everything. There is a fall detection device by vendor number one. And then you have another type of device by vendor number two, and another one by vendor number three. When you look at this, you have so many service providers that have only one solution. And nursing homes, they can't afford them all. You cannot have one vendor for GPS tracking, one vendor for fall, one vendor for you know pressure ulcers monitoring, et cetera, et cetera. They just can't. Number one, it's too, it becomes too expensive. Number two, it's also a burden for the staff because now they have to deal with multiple devices, multiple platforms, portals, software. And number three, now you ask the residents also to wear tons of things. They have the connected watch. They have the connected bracelet. They have the connected diaper. They have the connect. It's too much. So what we see coming is that you will have more and more of a like a very comprehensive solution that can offer a lot of things. And if you want to push for technology, uh, you need to have a comprehensive solution because if everybody is going, you know, on different angles, you will just have so many solutions out there that you don't want to pick any <laughs> or you, you know, it has to be easy. It has to be economical. Uh, easy to use, economical, a no-brainer. And also the reason why I started with, you know, the finance aspect, 
nursing homes, you need to save them money. Like, of course, they care about their residents. Of course, they care about their staff. But at the end of the day, there is what they can pay and what they cannot pay. So whatever solution out there needs to save them money. If you don't like, if you don't have this, I think you fail. I think you fail. Well, I think that's a, a really and super important point. And you guys are doing incredible work in this space. So I really applaud your efforts. I think they're necessary. It's going to be fun to track and see where you guys go in the future. And thank you so much, Sebastian, for being on today and informing and educating us. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for listening. And let's keep innovating. Thanks so much for listening to Healthcare Soothsayers. I really do appreciate it. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share it with your network. That is how we grow and learn. If you have ideas for show topics or guests, please reach out to me directly at ThoughtLeaderRN on Twitter. For information about this show or any of the others in the Touchpoint Media Network, please check them out at touchpoint.health. 